0: Done? <laughs> we'll use that Every as one server. of our goddamn episodes starts with you being a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the concussion protocol yeah.
1: week three. Week number three. Wow, that's amazing. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, we're going to dive right into it, since a lot happened in week three in fantasy football, huh?
0: Yeah, it was a fun week. It was a fun week. Uh, I think we should start f- first with the uh, injuries that are going to affect a very few people in the league, but they're going to affect them gravely.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, for we're sure. We're
0: talking one guy only. Oh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, poor Brutal. Brutal. Oh, man. Oh, he was on the road to a fantastic season up to that point he was at 75 percent completion rate his team was winning games like they weren't even they were
1: scrimmages yeah they were talking they were talking about uh super bowl yeah they were certainly and you know what frankly what happened after roethlisberger went down tells me that they might have been something if he was still healthy because they won that game Mm -hmm. they 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 gutted it out and i mean you know they beat a, a bad team
0: yeah yeah, the,
1: the Rams are bad. <laughs> the Rams are are bad, but like without Big Ben, the, yeah, yeah, I they're mean, you sort got of bad too. So. Michael Vick is
0: garbage. Oh, he's the worst. Yeah. But we can talk about him in a second. I I, I just think that it's fair to mention that. Roethlisberger left on crutches, yep. and if you believe what owners and Pittsburgh fans are telling you about four weeks, you're in the wrong tree. No, no, and, no. Uh, he's got a bone bruise. Apparently, I think yeah. six
1: is more more. Uh, you're yeah. more accurate.
0: He'll be out for a while. He's an important piece of the puzzle, so they won't put him back in when he's fragile. That's for sure. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. They can't afford to do any long term damage to
0: him. They'll definitely be waiting until he's ready to go 100. Mm-hmm. So. That being said, for the next six weeks, we've got the Dog Man, Michael oh. Vick. Now,
1: listen, he's... If you own s- if you own Antonio Brown, you should be fully puckered up yeah. right now.
0: And let's keep in mind, Antonio Brown is not a tall man, and errant passes is Michael Vick's specialty. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the problem for Antonio Brown is that he he thrives on accurate passes hitting him right in the chest. Um, you know, not that he can't catch, but you know, he he thrives on those long those long routes and stuff. So. I just don't see Michael Vick's anything being appropriate for him.
0: No, I'm not saying that Bryant's stock is going up because of Michael Vick, because it definitely goes down. But out of the receivers that are left on their core, uh, Martavis
1: Bryant (laughs)
0: is a tall man who knows how to pull passes in when they're going the wrong way.
1: I mean, there's a reason he's the favorite red zone guy, because in the red zone, that's exactly how you throw the ball. You throw it high. Uh, So, you know, it's the same logic for him in every game That he's going to be having an easier time catching those passes But good God, that's brutal
0: So I guess what we're saying is if you're sitting in your league And you're worried about Roethlisberger and you got Antonio Brown Try to get something great for him I'm oh, yeah. sure you could I'm sure you could get get very decent value for him right Demarius
1: now Demarius Thomas, that's who I'd be targeting Yeah, Demarius he, Thomas hasn't had as big of a season yet As he he's capable of And yeah. I guarantee you, there'll be weeks for him yet Where he's getting you the 35 points That Julio Jones and A.J. Green have been doing so yes, far Yes,
0: indeed And Larry Fitzgerald, of course Yeah,
1: And uh, Odell Beckham last week had a big week He'll be he'll
0: be good this yeah, week against yeah. Buffalo. Oh, yeah. They 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 Beckham Jr. is one of those guys It doesn't matter. He's still uh like aging in the league mm-hmm. and you don't not play him. Yeah, no, for sure. You don't not sure. play him. He's, yeah, this uh, is the last and, week's and Victor topic. Victor Cruz should be coming back so that just widens the field, right? Like that's well, hopefully so Victor
1: Cruz looks like he has a little bit of juice left in the tank. So I wouldn't that pick people get in distracted by him. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think I personally think I think I mentioned it before in previous weeks, but I, I personally think Victor Cruz's uh, career is over. Like I think in, not not in terms of him playing football, but him having uh, fantasy relevance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. He, that that kind of injury that he's recovering from is something that uh, a doctor would tell you is is very difficult to Seriously get that spring serious. in your sp- step. And that's the, re- the big issue for him is that he's a he's a speed guy. He's a slot mm-hmm. receiver, yeah, and he, so
0: that that twitch muscle, that yeah. that fast reactions is where he makes his bread and butter. And and his injury is directly related to that yeah. ability. So. Now
1: some guys learn to play slot even after they get old. Playing the slot when you're old is about body control and positioning. And if Victor Cruz can learn to do that, he can be adequate in the slot. And that's big news for Odell Beckham. I think it's also the death knell for Reuben Randall.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> Reuben Randall is the death knell for Reuben Randall. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he's like garbage. He, he, he's a perfect third guy to have out there because he's not—he's not the worst football player in the world. He's playing in the NFL. He catches passes. He's proven Sometimes, himself yeah. <laughs> to be a threat when there's not other threats around. So you have to cover him. Yeah, yeah. But. You know, yeah, he's a body not- that takes up one cornerback. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the
1: cornerback will still go to him, although...
0: <laughs> really yeah, shouldn't. Not necessarily necessary.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't need a cornerback with Reuben Randall so much as you need someone who jumps out and goes, boo right yeah. when he's about to catch the ball. That's all you need. You <laughs> yeah. just do, huh! <laughs> Yeah. Like a little flash card or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a laser beam that shines on the ball. So, um, other
0: uh, injuries this week. Uh, I think the only other one worth mentioning, I mean, Lynch uh, was a bit hurt, but the man is tough. He'll be
1: back. Um, They're claiming that the MRA came back negative, and it's all systems go. We're supposed to learn more later this week. I suspect, uh, like Dave said, he'll be fine. Um, But if he's not, don't go chasing Fred Jackson. Listen, I love Fred Jackson. I have a Fred Jackson jersey. I'm a huge fan of Fred Jackson's, but he's old. Love the the Fred Jackson's. He's what, thirty? years old? He's old man. Yeah. does He's past 30-1.
0: Yeah, he's, he's an older man. He's a great insurance policy yeah. because for them, he will hesitating. run
1: until he's dead. Yeah, and, and he's still a great passing down specialist for them, but I suspect that uh, they would turn that offense over to Thomas Rawls who, who we saw really
0: good. Yeah, they put him in early yeah. in the game because uh, Lynch was sitting in the back and Rawls produced yep. easily and, so if, and fast. So. I
1: think if you're a Lynch owner uh, pick up Rawls or uh, pay off whoever has number one waiver positions this week, because they might pick him up. I think it'll be similar to, to the James Stark situation last week, where uh, you wanted James Starks, if you were a Lacey owner, because you didn't want to spend the week uh, clenching your anus, like you mm-hmm. were trying to make diamonds mm-hmm. back there, but, uh, you know. But then, then Lacey's back, and it exactly. destroys the field. Yeah, I mean, and Lynch also going to probably value. do the same thing. He also destroyed Starks' value. So yeah.
0: Well, for me, and speaking specifically for our own league, because we're a keeper league, um, I look at Rawls as maybe not uh, the reason... Not a guy that I'm going to waste my waiver position on, but mm-hmm. maybe if he's still sitting there after the after the day is done, pick him up, put him on the bench. I'm sitting with uh, Marcus Wheaton on oh, my yeah. bench right now. Yeah, and, oh yeah, he's uh, droppable. and he's droppable now for sure, especially if, like. For so many reasons, we don't even have to say. Yeah. Um, you know, he was my, hopefully he was going to shine while Bryant was out, but even with Bryant back in, with no quarterback, he has absolutely zero value, so i got a space for him, yeah. for Rawls on my bench, and I'd like to put him there, because He's if Lynch does end up getting hurt, sure. and ends up not going around next year, or not playing next year for any reason, um, Rawls is the man right now, as of now, that doesn't stop. The uh, yeah. the Seahawks from drafting anybody or making any changes to solidify that, but from what we've seen of Rawls, he can produce. And uh, Pete Carroll likes guys who play well.
1: Yeah, Pete Carroll likes guys who are competitive and, and hard charging, and that's what Rawls is. And yeah, it doesn't uh, matter if
0: you're undrafted
1: or, or first round draft. If you put up numbers, he'll put you. Yeah, yeah, he will. And and so there, that's a point in Rawls' favor. Uh, I will say, in terms of dynasty, this is something I learned from last year to this year with a keeper league projecting the value of running backs is dangerous business Mm -hmm. because you I mean look at who I kept C.J. Anderson and Jeremy yeah. Hill yeah. picked up Alfred Morris. Come yeah. into the season, those three guys were supposed to have their jobs They're locked down. Look at them. Three pieces of poo right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, you talk about uh, a guy I thought... he like a thought, yeah, oh Yeah, for sure. Just shitting into each other's mouths. <laughs> yeah. and progressively smaller point totals. Yeah. Uh, the, the Another guy who, who I was really high on last season, uh, Denard Robinson. I thought he had locked down the job in Jacksonville. Uh, he was way better than Toby Gerhardt. I thought he ran away with that job. The, you know, the coaches loved him. All of a sudden, we get to the, uh, the draft. They're drafting TJ Yeldon. Jennard yeah. uh, Robinson's nowhere to be seen. You I know, haven't seen him. Yeah, so I, you know, I just... Yeah. yeah, putting stock in it is, is bad news. You're but better off keeping wide receivers. They keep their value year to year. It's true. So it's, just throwing it's, that out there. If it's you're going to keep thing, relief, but don't but, keep running backs.
0: But I've got I've got quite a few wide receivers now that I'm going to be trying to keep for next year. And until they prove otherwise, I... You know, I don't mind taking out the Wheatons of the world oh, no, with for the balls sure. on my bench yeah. just for now. Cause well, even for this, season, for this yeah, season, yeah. For this season, that's Lynch what I'm hurt. saying. Lynch, you never know. I yeah. mean, the man's tough. He loves his Hennessy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he might just go right down. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice to have. No, he, and even if he gets a little bit injured, then I can
1: tickle the balls of uh, his owner, right? Oh, absolutely. Which is nice. Well, you look do. at what I'm doing right now with Carlos Williams, right? Mm-hmm. This is probably, as if we know right now, a one-week situation for him with Le- McCoy being fully out. Yeah. But what you're hoping for, and this is what you're hoping for with Rawls, is that he earns a little bit of that timeshare. Mm-hmm. That The coaches say great to have you back Marshawn you know we're, we're glad you're fully healthy you were only out a week or two mm-hmm. uh, but from now on we want to keep you fresh for the playoffs so we're going to rotate some some series with Rawls keep yeah. him fresh too yeah. Marshawn Lynch has never been a guy who's who's above that kind of thing He never had a problem with Robert Turbin he he welcomed Fred Jackson with open arms they used to play together so yeah. I, I, I don't think you'd have a problem with your, your star diva getting upset um, I think he's there just to win another Super Bowl at this point. Exactly. In his he so he wants another ring, man. Yeah. So and I think Rawls, Rawls can help could, him do
0: it, Rawls could earn him. himself,
1: uh, you know, 10 touches a game. Yeah. And, and I think with 10 touches, uh, a guy like that can do some damage. It's the same thing with Carlos Williams. Right yeah. now, I'm hoping, well, I'm hoping that LaShawn McCoy gets abducted by aliens tomorrow. But yeah. if that fails, I'm hoping that he, he talks himself into more of a job
0: yeah. this, this week. Basically, you want, you've got the single edged sh- sword of the injury,
1: and you're wanting the backup guy to show. Up in the other edge with, with skill yeah yeah exactly you're hoping that he makes that that secondary case for the coach to say all right I, w- I want to keep this guy on the field
0: because uh, the perfect logic states that if your guy is hurt and might get hurt again you want to give him rest you want to use him when he's important but you want to make sure that he's not out there every down because you know he'll absolutely die, he'll and, just die.
1: and when you're talking when you're talking running backs when you're talking Timeshares, you're talking you know production speaks coaches don't have a lot to go on they don't have a big sample size a lot of guys look good in practice who don't look good on, in, under the lights of the, the big show and so when they get a guy running hot they're always going to lean towards that guy mm-hmm. you know it's it's the bird in the hand two in the bush thing they don't like don't fuck this up we got someone who's giving me five yards of carry that's all I want I mm-hmm. don't want to start thinking about confusing the situation I say that as a guy who's on the, the wrong side of well now only two of these situations but like I was saying I had three of these situations CJ yeah. Anderson yeah. Jerry Jeremy Hill, Alfred Morris, all three of those guys. I had the poo-poo end of the stick. I had the guy who was getting outperformed. I mean, in the case of Anderson and Hillman, they both looked like trash. But but Hillman or Anderson looked worse. Uh, Alfred Morris looked decent, but he's getting massively outperformed by Matt Jones, and uh, Jeremy Hill is getting torched by Gio Bernard. All three of those guys are the worst end of the timeshare. So, this week, I made a big move. We, do you want to get to that later? Yeah, no, or, we can get, okay. No,
0: I think all of this kind of segues into yeah. what we want to talk about next. And you're about to talk about how you made a move. Uh, you moved C.J. Anderson for um, Chris Johnson. Which T- is insane. C.J. 2K. Yeah. Which a lot of people think is, is a crazy move, and I sort of... I got my fingers crossed, but right now, as things stand with the rest of your situation and what's going on, uh, it's leaning in your favor. I mean, Chris Johnson has a huge week. Andre Ellington is, is small. He's pushed through tackles. He he's gets brittle. hurt easily. Yep. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like that peanut brittle in your stocking that's all broken up. <laughs>
1: Before you know, Christmas it even tastes, starts.
0: It tastes great, and it gets <laughs> the job done, but then it's just like l- the little pieces at the bottom, you have to s- no wants that. You have to yeah. sweep them away, and if
1: while you're sweeping that away, Chris Johnson's smashing through dudes. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Is that I had to take one of those three guys... And take the loser of my timeshare and buy the winner of a timeshare. Yeah. Because when I look at Chris Johnson, what I saw last week was a man who just won that job. Now, we'll see if Bruce, or, uh, if Arians agrees with me. He might decide that, you know, he's going to go with some weird fucking timeshare yeah. or Andre Ellington's back and There's he There's a the lot job. of talent in that backfield, so... But Chris Johnson was the only it's running a back...
0: It's definitely like the
1: roulette table and not blackjack. Of, of those four names, of Alfred Morris, C.J. Anderson, Jeremy Hill... And Chris Johnson Only one of those assholes Has had a big week Of football so far yeah. So I bought him yeah, you, <laughs> you know what I mean Like exactly. I had to At some point just say
0: If your team's sort of Falling apart And you want to make moves early You've got to make uh, moves That's the kind of thing you do I did this last
1: year I had Zach Stacy, Who had just come off A huge season with St. Louis He looked like the guy It was mm-hmm. going to be No problem Smooth sailing ahead I took him at the back end Of the second round and then he goes and proceeds to shit the bed with the lights on for, mm. for two or three weeks. And I pulled the trigger on him early. I bought low on Elshon Jeffrey, who had been struggling to that point so far in the season. That saved my whole year. Mm. You have to be decisive sometimes in fantasy you football. You really do. You have to make a move. Because if I had waited one more week on C.J. Anderson... Oh, people wouldn't and know. He,
0: well, and what, what if happens, he had a bad yeah, week? If he has a bad week next week, he's not worth the he's not worth the, he's Especially not worth those people who aren't really because a lot like yeah. most I'm guessing most people out there with leagues like a lot of it's hard to get people to make trades yeah so you have to try to move guys when they're hot or when they still have value for the average guy who's watching commercials and and one or two football games, you know, to, for him to have value in his head is a different thing than a guy who sits down and podcasts and looks at yeah. all the stats yeah. and is addicted to red zone. Yeah.
1: So if you're if you're trying to think of, of who to trade on your team, uh, unfortunately, the answer is usually the guy you you don't want to trade um, because. You, if you think he has value, it's because he has value and everyone else knows it. Mm-hmm. And so you you, ha, you have to genuinely sometimes sack up and, and, and trade bite, away. Yeah, just bite the bullet. you got to bite the bullet and trade away. Now, you can sometimes you'll luck out and you'll find your trade partner says, Oh, as I did today, I had a guy say, I don't want Jeremy Macklin. I much prefer Stevie Johnson. Now, I love Stevie Johnson. Yeah. I think he's massively underrated this year. Yeah. Jeremy However, Macklin on the Jeremy Macklin is a, is a WR1. He's the yes. number one guy on a team. He has multiple seasons of going over thousand yards yeah. under his belt he's clearly talented if is, you know oh, anything about him he's determined to be like oh yeah one of the best yeah are the are the forever. chiefs hot trash absolutely yeah. is alex smith a terrible quarterback yes is andy reed possibly the worst coach in the <laughs> nfl absolutely yeah. are these all situations and reasons why i'm trying to tra- trade jeremy macklin if i can yes but i know what he's worth yeah he's worth more than stevie johnson that's for goddamn sure so when a when your trade partner says something like that Go with the flow, man. If yeah. he wants Stevie Johnson, you give him fucking Stevie Johnson, yeah. right? Sometimes you learn that you're dealing with an idiot, yeah, and that's great. But you can't count on it. Your opening offer, you have to, you have to give up something where you're like, not what you're thinking. Like, oh yeah, he might think he's worth something. I think he's garbage. No, he knows better. I got two assholes in my league right now arguing over how much Ruben Randall is worth. <laughs> The answer is nothing. Yeah. You know, the the counteroffer was Darius Hayward Bay. Straight, stone cold straight up. There you go. That's about what they're both worth. This kind of comes up with another point
0: that I didn't think of talking about, but like just, I I think, uh, you know, we'd like to give tips out to those people in their leagues who are more like us and way into football and they've got suckers and other friends of theirs in their league that... You know, maybe tough to budge, but I think it's really important, uh, something that me and Ian have both been doing in our league this year is uh, encouraging people to make counter-offers. Yes. Because um, counter-offers can be Gold if you know what you're doing Right um, You offer somebody something you think is fair They turn it down But they maybe they don't even press reject Or maybe they press reject two weeks later And you don't hear from them yeah. Tell. Try to encourage them in the most positive way That you want to help them out yes. And maybe show show You want them to show you What you want Guaranteed, seventy five percent of the time they'll come back with a counter offer that you're like you're on crack. Forget it. I'm gonna go look at someone else. Yeah. But that other twenty five percent of the time they'll make a mistake and you can jump all over that.
1: Yeah. I actually I actually just dealt with that today. I uh, I, I pitched Jeremy Macklin and Christine Michael, uh, which was a lowball offer, but not but a reasonable lowball offer for Melvin Gordon. Straight up. Mm. Because I think Melvin Gordon's going to bounce back a little bit. Oh, he hasn't yeah. done anything yet, No, though.
0: he hasn't. So, He's a good guy to target yeah, right
1: now. Exactly. So now the owner realized that Melvin Gordon still has some uh, value. And so in the end, of after all the wrangling, we, he ended up sticking with his guns. But he, he was so offended by this apparently insulting offer that he counted with something deliberately preposterous. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what good does that do? So I, I sat him down and was like, come on, man. You really think that Jeremy Macklin from Melvin Gordon is equal to this horseshit offer you sent me yep. to like teach me a lesson about yep. what it feels like? Come Send on. me something that, you know, let's yeah. do some business. Yeah, maybe ask for Alshon Jeffrey instead. Mm-hmm. Well, I, frankly, I'd rather have Macklin than Jeffrey right now, because Jeffrey hasn't done anything, and the Bears look like a tire fire. But, oh, like, you know...
0: The uh, Bears and the 49ers are together at the bottom of the
1: ocean. Yeah, he, he ask for, for Alan Even Robinson. Even the Raiders look a lot better than both oh, yeah. teams. Well, here's the thing. The Raiders have... A, a mediocre coach, a terrible GM, but Amari Cooper looks so good that they couldn't possibly have fucked it up. Derek Amari Carr Cooper looks, looks so good that yeah. Derek Carr looks like a decent quarterback. Exactly. And as Matt Stafford will tell you, sometimes that's your whole career. Calvin Johnson, made Matt Stafford. <laughs> I
0: entered my daily uh, fantasy last night, and uh, Derek Carr is sitting
1: in quarterback this yep. week. And and uh, Latavius Murray, the other piece of that of that triangle, mm-hmm. man, Makes Latavius sense. Murray dishes pain.
0: So this kind of leads us into another subject that we were talking about earlier, and that's um,
1: guys who
0: uh, should be scared of their jobs because other guys are coming up and and uh, making them look like they they might not be the best man for the job, mm-hmm. uh, like Chris Johnson. Chris, Chris Johnson, wins, yeah.
1: So. The thing about Chris Johnson is that. Um, I like his competition. And and what I mean by that is that David Johnson looks great long-term. He clearly has the talent, and I think they're going to be fine. But they've got him returning kicks. so mm-hmm. He's got a lot of special teams involvement. Mm-hmm. They're going to rotate him in late in games when they're winning and stuff like that. But... He's a rookie, like you said. They want to ease him into things. They want to, you know, give, exactly. limit his touches. Uh, he's and
0: if he's playing on special teams, that means he has a role there, which means yep. his backfield role on the offense sh- should be less. Yeah, exactly.
1: They want another dog for the for the main main uh, place. A- Andre Ellington ha- is and has been for a number of years. The poor man's version of Chris Johnson From five years ago That's kind of true That's you know, That was the true. point of, of Andre Ellington Was that he was going to be a home run hitting style Running back in the vein of elite Chris Johnson Except he's never stayed healthy mm-hmm. He's never been that good at it you know, I just don't see. I don't. I think Arians has never said, I love this kid. You know, he's my. He, like, he doesn't talk about it in the way Pete Carroll talks about Marshawn Lynch, right? Well, Marshawn Lynch could murder a baby on television tomorrow, and Pete Carroll would still be like, that's my running back. You know? <laughs> just. Some jobs are safe, and some are not. And so, yeah.
0: when I look well, at when you say that about Arians obviously when he got Ellington he was hoping for the Chris Johnson yes. of the past so exactly. now that Chris actually exactly. Chris Johnson is there doing what he used to do how is Arians going to yeah. ignore yeah. that Arians gonna is a crusty old he's, coach and a he's, traditionalist he's yeah.
1: like he's excited also NFL the thing to remember is that NFL coaches love star NFL players from a few years ago right they're constantly signing old veterans uh, yeah Jared Allen just got traded for a draft pick for fuck's sake right I saw like, that. like like they go, Well I think Co- that's this is
0: kind of the year of that because uh people are getting hurt and yep. and people are looking around
1: to help their teams there's some fucking dog shit teams right oh, now yeah, yeah. And they need help and and I think this will be a year with more trades than ever but but to get back to Chris Johnson you know you look at like uh, okay sorry to get back to Chris Johnson he is himself again, or it looks like it. And if he is himself, and if he can continue playing like that, if that's what Bruce Arians is seeing in practice, there's no way they're going to give the job back to Andre Ellington. He becomes the handcuff. He's the backup. He's going to play. He's going to get touches. But unless Chris Johnson slows down, which is possible, or gets hurt, of course which is also possible. possible. Anything is but possible. even in either of those situations, I'd still rather have David Johnson. Mm-hmm. So frankly, if I'm an Ellington owner, I'm, I'm not happy about this at all. I think he's, I think he's... Neither of those guys have done what Chris Johnson did on on Sunday against the Forty ers
0: I'm going to go ahead and say that um, I felt that way about Ellington before the draft. Exactly drafting yep. him was a mistake, yep. and now it's just all coming to fruition, but worse than before. Yeah, because my thoughts originally were like, okay, they got the two Johnsons. Things are going to be an interesting show. There, going to see how they go- It works out. Mm-hmm. Uh turns out they're a fantastic team, one of the best teams in the league right now. They've got that's a passing the they've got passing attack that's crazy, which yeah. opens up their running game, and so the Johnsons are getting all the work they want to yeah. show what they can do. So that's perfect for their careers and their stake in things. And the reason why I thought not to draft Ellington at the beginning was because he's
1: injury prone. So and that hasn't changed. Yeah. So you know, I look at I look at yeah, I'll put it this way. I would like to own even Andre Ellington if I had no share of that backfield. If I could get Andre Ellington really cheap, I would own him because I want a ticket to ride that magical pony right now. That team is nothing but points, and if Chris Johnson and David Johnson were both uh, got the... the uh, uh on Bell, LeGarrette Blunt treatment and both got busted for the same drug infraction or whatever, mm-hmm. Andre Ellington would instantly be worth a shitload, right? So from that perspective, I want more Cardinals on my team. Exactly.
0: fast and good teams, people. That's the that's the thing to take away from this. But more importantly, in
1: buy Chris Johnson while the stink of his last few years of underperformance is still masking the fact that he might have just taken the lead of this timeshare. Exactly. I, if I could get Chris Johnson for cheap, I would. I mean, I did. So clearly, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. But I think it's a good move. Yeah. Uh, and here's another guy. And this. You- yeah. Let's move. Let's move
0: on from Chris Johnson because yeah, yeah. there's quite a few guys in the NFL right now that are coming up
1: through through luck of injury or. Through- uh, Andre Johnson just lost his his job to to uh, Dante Moncrief. Uh, yes, he did. Because
0: you know. uh, Andre Johnson has like what th- something like like. Some ridiculous number. It's like thirty-three targets and like four yards yeah. or some shit. I know I'm exaggerating because I don't have the numbers right in front of me. No, but I, take my word for him for it. He's been out on the field and things aren't going. He's his been way. Dark shit. He can't yeah. he can't make yards after the catch, and that's important to do. Yeah. And uh, Moncrief's a giant, talented young guy who's like twenty-two and he's growing up mm-hmm. with that system. So. You know, I don't know what you were like at 22, but I, when I was 22, I was I a fucking idiot. I wasn't doing the. Yeah, we're all fucking idiots at 22, but we're learning so much about life and about everything. And yeah. I mean, if you're involved in a football team, it's going to become your religion, and I think. Oh that's yeah, he's going to grow up with and Andrew Luck. You're right. He's yeah. going
1: to be. He's going to be the the uh, Reggie Wayne to, to Andrew Luck's Peyton Manning. Yeah, and uh, but the other uh, T Y. Hilton is the other guy there. So that he, I think he's number one for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Dante the, Moncrief is now number two. The thing is, there's. And uh, what's his name is coming up too, uh, Philip Dorset. Philip Dorset. So there's to go with a, this.
0: there's a lot of talent going on. Andre
1: there. Johnson has been so bad that Don- Moncrief taking his job was sort of inevitable based on the talent disparity there and age disparity. I think. Well, but they just went out and bought Andre Johnson, right? They just yeah. went out and paid him a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. So normally, I would say in a situation like that, I would say. Okay, Moncrief's as far as the coach will go. The general manager's going to be breathing out on his neck. Don't make me look like an idiot. Play the guy I just bought for you. Yeah. So Andre Johnson's job will be will be safe, but the coach might get fired at the end of the season from the yeah. rumblings I'm hearing in Indy. Like there's all this talk about how uh, no one likes the coach and the GM and you know blah 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 blah. So I think that he's fighting for his job. I think he might bench Andre Johnson if Philip Dorsett outplays him. So that's another situation. Which he to will. Monitor. Yeah. I'm going
0: to a- go ahead and say he will. I mean, I, I, from the limited. Um, you know, looks we've had to yeah. Dorsett. He's he looks pretty young good. and he loves it. He yeah, he wants he wants a piece of football. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And, and uh, there's a lot to be said for for youth in football. That's for sure. Absolutely, because it's a hard game. Sixteen games of this shit is is it'll break you down. Yeah. and so the young just re- recover quicker. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, Devonta Bengals. Freeman. Oh, Devonta Freeman we first? we talked about sure. Devonta Freeman?
0: Yeah. Because I, I, th- this guy excites me. I mean, he's, he's looking incredible. And this is a guy who, um, you know, is coming into the Falcons playbook and wants to be a big part of it. And then at the start of the season, Tevin Coleman is getting all the carries. He's yep. getting all the work. And he looks great. And then he fractures a rib. And that's no... And so they small came. injury Devonta Freeman and then Devonta has a Freeman second chance gets a chance yep. to show the thing is I think he got snuffed at the start of the year because Tevin Coleman got that first chance and mm-hmm. he made all he could of that first yeah. chance and he looked so decent. they kept with Tevin Coleman yeah. now Devonta Freeman
1: finally gets his chance oh did he look my God. a lot better than he decent blew
0: yeah. he blew up he blew up three a- touchdowns
1: yeah and, and not just, it wasn't just the touchdowns. This is this is the same reason that I got excited about Chris Johnson's, that I went back and I watched both him and Devonta Freeman. It's not just about the touchdowns or the gaudy yardage. I mean, Joseph Randall had a huge week for fantasy football-wise last week. He had a bunch of touchdowns, but his he had all these one-yard runs. Chris Johnson and Devonta Freeman let's talk about Devonta Freeman I gotta mm-hmm. stop talking about Chris Johnson
0: yeah you're excited about, about Chris Johnson because you just made a but trade. it was a
1: similar but it was a similar situation watching yeah. the tape of both of them they ran angry mm-hmm. right especially Devonta Freeman Listen. he was running like he wanted to destroy everyone who tried to tackle him <laughs> and that that's, that that's that gives coaches wood that's mm-hmm. what they want to see from a running it's, back
0: it's amazing and that's why he got 30 30 attempts, 30 yeah. rushing attempts, and he averaged 4.7 yards. And he 4.7 yards on maybe 10 attempts isn't the best number you want to see, but on 30 attempts, that's a huge four, four,
1: number. 4.7 yards over 30 attempts is an insane level of rushing efficiency.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> looks good. And and so our point being that uh, even with the rib, rib boy, Tevin Coleman, all hurt and out... Um, he might not come back yeah. to where he was before yeah. if Devonta Freeman can put it together for the next two weeks. Because Absolutely. Uh, what coach Coleman, wants to lose? Tevin Coleman might want to come back a bit more now because he's seeing what's going on. Yeah. But you don't just you don't just. Shake off a bruised, uh, a cracked rib.
1: Uh, this this situation has happened before. It happened um, Baltimore last year. Kubiak couldn't decide who he wanted, and he ended up going with Forsett after a couple of weeks. Sometimes it takes a couple of weeks for the coach to pick his favorite. But once he does, man, you got to look out for that mm-hmm. because that guy will get all the chances, even when he slows down a little bit. I think that's the frankly that's the only thing saving Jeremy Hill right now. Yeah. To talk about another timeshare is that Jeremy Hill so comprehensively dismantled the Gio Bernard job last, last year, year that the residue from that dismantling is saving him right now when he needs it most. Yeah. Because he True. he has not looked good so far. He makes me a little bit they nervous. They love
0: Gio Bernard over there. They Gio. do
1: love Gio Bernard, but not as much as they loved Jeremy Hill last year. He not saved that team. Not at the end team. of the year,
0: exactly. So and Jeremy s-
1: Hill, just he he needs to have a good game. Well,
0: though. he's looking for his chance, just yeah. like Freeman. And, and we're hoping um that he he
1: puts that together when he gets the chance. Yeah, I see the same thing with Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris needs a good game. He needs a rhythm. He needs to show the coaches that Matt Jones is a guy who should be getting 10 to 12 touches. Mm-hmm. Um, those
0: are basically all the time chairs that I've been thinking about where jobs are are Going to be one and loss. I mean someone might mention CJ Anderson Ronnie Hillman, but I personally think there isn't a job to be had there. Right yeah, now yeah, that's agree. gonna be a timeshare at the end of the season. They're gonna they got Jawan Thompson in the back too. They're gonna start rotating through everybody. And unless somebody takes that job with a one or two incredible weeks, um, it's just gonna be a
1: timeshare all yeah. year. And the, thing, the the reason I traded CJ Anderson before over Jeremy Hill is because if you watch last week's performances by both of those guys Jeremy Hill looked good on a few of his carries. Mm-hmm. C.J. Anderson didn't do dick. No, he looked it's, slow. It's he looked sad, actually. injured. He looked old. He did not. I mean, he's not old. So that's no. the problem. I, I just you know when when you're trying to decide between running backs, I really encourage you if you have um, game rewind, if you have game pass or whatever. Go back and watch the games. See if you can find uh, uh, gifts of of plays. Like a lot of teams will have uh, fan websites. SB Nation does a fan website for every team in the league. Mm -hmm. You can find really in-depth breakdowns of the games there from from guys who know the team very well. Mm -hmm. Look at the running backs that are involved in these timeshares and see who's the guy who who knocks your socks off. I'll tell you, I did that a couple of weeks ago, and that's how I ended up with Carlos Williams. And Mm -hmm. I'm patting myself on the back right now for that, because Carlos Williams had like a 7.2 yeah. yard per carry average in the first couple of weeks, and I went, who the fuck is Carlos Williams? Yeah, he's, Looked at him play and said,
0: sold. There's another guy that we could mention in this very conversation, because LaShawn McCoy yeah. is just, I mean, you can't take away from Shady, he's, he's, been, been, okay. a, he's been an amazing player his whole career, up into the last few years, and now, things look rough for him, he's yeah. hurt he, he, I think he keeps re-aggravating his injury whether they talk about it or not and Carlos Williams is sitting behind him looking like a monster yeah. like there, there's a reason Fred Jackson went away there, other than all the reasons they talk about I mean when you're sitting there and you got uh, you, you you need something else, you got Fred Jackson you got Carlos Williams and you, you trust this Carlos
1: Williams kid there's a reason why he's still there and, and Jackson isn't. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that uh the only reason that LaShawn McCoy still has a job is because they just gave him $15
0: Yeah, exactly. If they hadn't given him $15 million, there's no way. That's another coach. You know, Rex Ryan's like, oh, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Like I need to, need to do something with this guy. I hope he produces some numbers because I just spent the farm on him.
1: Yeah. And and I think that that's, that's a knock on the value of Carlos Williams for the rest of this season. I think uh, Mm long-term the future is bright for him, but for the rest of this season, I see him being, I, I think the best case scenario for him. And I, I think, frankly, the best-case scenario is also the most likely scenario, is that this week he runs like an animal... Scores you a shitload of fantasy points, and Rex Ryan is at the press conference on Tuesday saying, "You know, we're gonna have to keep him involved. You know, obviously it'll be great. We're we've got a, 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 a tre- uh, what is it a wealth of treasures, and we can't. Yeah. You know, there's just yeah. so many options, and it's great to be me right, right. now and a bunch of horse shit like that. Yeah. And from now on, it'll be a 50-50 timeshare. Exactly, it'll be like uh, Jamal Charles, Nile Davis from from a couple of years ago, yeah. and they just kept going. Or back it'll and forth. be
0: like Ronnie Hillman, C.J. Anderson, but, but
1: um, but good, but good. Because exactly. Let's talk Not about more some- points in a shed." in in a total. You know you know what's no longer a question who has the job? Quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. Let's yes. talk about Tyrod, Tyrod fucking Rod Taylor. Taylor. Has
0: come out of nowhere to just take that Bill's offense all to his own. He's just a threat everywhere. Like we didn't know he could throw like this until the last couple of weeks. Of there playoffs.
1: there have been I, I, I knew a lot of guys who were fans of his from college who said he's got a great pass he's got a great deep ball he's got great touch but you hear that about people everybody that about who fucking, makes it into the yeah, NFL people test. talked about Blaine Gabbert like that people yeah. talked about all these assholes like that yeah. so you know whatever whatever it's been three weeks now and I've I've seen him throw NFL passes over yeah. and over, over and, and over, over again, again. Yeah. Uh, NFL passes to guys who frankly aren't very good wide receivers
0: no that's the other thing if you look at Tyron Taylor's team and how Sammy Watkins is like their number one guy but he's never on the field because he's hurt he, or yep. he's not yep. working, so he's got Percy Harvin to work with. And Percy Harvin is on his third NFL team. Exactly, like, you know. There's like, no, there's a reason why Percy Harvin is going around like a, a disease. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's sorry. Not
1: fourth, great. is he on his fourth team? He, yes, he's on his
0: fourth. There team. you go. So four teams means uh, bad attitude. Uh, sometimes not with the play he, yeah. he oh, makes yeah. mistakes easily and Tyra Taylor gets him the ball yeah. and that's
1: him that's that young guy yeah you that's so. it's you know what it's the same things that were said about Russell Wilson when he first came out mm-hmm. was that you don't often see a rookie with this much leadership like a young quarterback able yeah. to take control of the room and not just not just play well any idiot can play well yeah. but to show leadership you know that was all. That, that's been the knock on some some of these rookie quarterbacks is that they let the team just burn down around them. Like Colin Kaepernick's doing that right now, yeah. right? Like yeah. he's not showing any leadership.
0: There you go. Like Colin Kaepernick is on a team where leadership is what they need the most. Yeah. I mean, the, the old the older guys are tired. The team is sort of falling apart. It's up to somebody to take the reins and push them onto that next level. Yeah. And Tyrod Taylor is doing that. And. I would like to watch. I think that the two quarterbacks to watch this year are Tyron Taylor and Marcus Mariota. Yeah, like, watch, oh, them, man. watch those two guys together and watch them grow into God knows what they could be the next the next big thing. You know yeah. what
1: I mean? Mariota looks again. It, the touch on his hands. Let's just say passes,
0: if either of those guys are on your waivers,
1: no you're doing something wrong. Yeah, there's you're no reason they wrong. should be on your waiver Do wire right wrong. now. There's so many like if you own Matt Stafford and and one, one of Mariota. <laughs> Or or uh, Taylor are available. No reason you should be owning Stafford right yeah, now. Yeah. That, that team looks. Philip like, Rivers even not. Rivers is, Rivers has some upside yet. He I does think. have have, have know, some upside, but I would
0: rather have either of those guys over Phillip Rivers right now. Personally,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I just don't see the uh, the Chargers having as many multiple touchdown games as the Bills. Something mm-hmm. about about the the. Whatever it is in Buffalo makes that the team, Rex Ryan, yeah, of the Rex Ryanness of it. Well, yeah. no, because Rex Ryan's thing was always like winning fourteen to eight. You know, like he would always have these like just brutally boring games to mm. watch. I guess you know that was just the Jets because now that he's got a new team, and new players, he, he's up to his old tricks, and it's it's awesome to watch. Yeah,
0: it's pretty awesome, and and he, he's obviously a run first kind of coach. But um, we've seen his running game is confusing him because he spent $15 million on a guy that's not getting done. So the pass game, and now he's got a quarterback who can throw the ball.
1: It's exciting to watch. The Bills are an exciting team to watch this year, and their defense is solid. Yeah, no, I I get a real Russell Wilson vibe from Tyrod Taylor Mm -hmm. uh, in a good way. And so I think that... um, uh, you know, again, if you if he's available, you should pick him up. I wouldn't chase any of the receivers in Buffalo. I think no. that, again, like Wilson, this is a situation where he gets all of the points and no one else gets very much. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Sammy Watkins, Doug Baldwin. What's the fucking difference, right? Like, I don't want that's, either of them.
0: That's a very good comparison.
1: I you know, think. like at this just, point, yeah.
0: I think Sammy Watkins long-term has more... Oh, for sure. Yeah, but value, I, just mean, I just mean
1: that, like, there's no, nobody in either of those teams other than maybe Jimmy Graham that I specifically want. I don't mm-hmm. think I, I, anyone is getting enough business.
0: Well, if you're... Let, let's just put it this way. If you're not doing... If you're 0-3 or... One or two so far, and you have Watkins on your team, and somebody else thinks he somebody out there is going to give you real value for him. Get trade him. Oh yeah, trade
1: for him. sure, absolutely.
0: Because uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor, although he looks amazing, uh, brookie young quarterback in a, with a team that's trying to figure out their stride. Yeah, he's going to spread that ball around. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be the Tyrod Taylor, Sammy Watkins show. It's just not.
1: And there's going to be weeks that that team is not pretty that they melt down. Yeah, and Taylor only has ten points. Yeah, you know, like, and so he
0: gets sacked like three times
1: yeah. or some shit. because yeah, that's what happens with Russell Wilson, right? When mm-hmm. you have a team that doesn't that doesn't throw it uh, ideologically, mm-hmm. right? Then there's always a danger that they get up to an early lead, especially Rex Ryan, because he's an opportunistic guy. He's going to get those defensive touchdowns. And then they're up to a three touchdown lead. The offense has barely been on the field. Tyrod Taylor will be handing the ball off to Carlos Williams four hundred times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so you have to watch out for that. That, but I like his floor a lot higher than some of these other guys. I think week to week, he's he's a better bet than, uh, like you said, Philip Rivers. Uh, who else could we add to that list? Well, Stafford for sure. Yeah, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. I think I'd rather have Tyrod Taylor than Andy Dalton. That's
0: week. Uh, that's actually a really good comparison right there. Tyrod Taylor, Andy Dalton. I'd love to watch. That's that's close. You know what? The but last... the fact that that is close says a, a volumes a about Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, Andy Dalton, he is what he is. He is. He's always been that. He's very consistent. But for Tyrod Taylor to come in on his first year, beat out two guys who have played. Like started for teams before, and to be compared to Andy Dalton already, that's huge.
1: Yeah, and Russell his, Wilson, his, yeah. his
0: upside is massive. Well, yeah. You watch Tyrod Taylor? Let's
1: talk upside about him. The thing that we haven't seen him do yet is run. Yeah, and that's what he was heralded as. Yeah.
0: So, folks, get ready, man. Just get ready. If he when- starts
1: doing the, the, the what, what uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers did last night and running as a as a weapon to extend plays, the way mm-hmm. Russell Wilson also yeah. does. That's when you start to see, awesome. yeah. So and Mariota especially too. with a talented backfield, let's talk about Mariota again because he's another guy who hasn't been running much. Mm-hmm. And I think if he starts running mm-hmm. again, his his points are going to go through the roof. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, th- these are the guys you want, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather have Mariota. That's for sure.
0: Last thing we should talk about is uh, waiver wires, and yeah. I was thinking a lot of people rank waiver wire stuff. Like if you go out there on the internet, you're going to find. All the waiver wire information you want to find, who to pick up, who to drop. So maybe uh, we're going to, for now, I think just cover three of those guys and tell
1: you our opinions on them. Yeah, because I mean, it's sometimes the the waiver wire information can be pretty um, superficial. Yeah, you know, so and so is injured, so this guy's the next guy up. Well, yeah. you know, yeah, right. let's go. We want to delve a little deeper like, into the. An example guys. would be um, Andre Johnson's struggling. I think it makes Philip Dorsett a more attractive wide receiver on the waiver wire than I think most of those lists would would grant. You know what I mean? That's I think true. Philip Dorsett is a guy I'd pick up before. Uh, Rashad Matthews,
0: because like we were talking earlier, uh, youth has a lot to do with things, and uh, and always opportunity take take stock in good teams. And yeah. even though Andrew Luck kind of looks like crap right now, um, he they're passing offense. Oh yeah, he's still throwing it. He still still throws it. the ball. Yeah. So that's that puts Dorsett's value up on our list as compared to Tannehill's Rashad Matthews, who everybody's saying to pick up. I personally, I picked him up, but I picked him up to trade him because I'm hoping that this week he does more good things and
1: then I can... Bait him off to somebody. For I wouldn't season. even wait a week, man. You're, you uh, you uh, run a risk with him; he's going to have that bad week any second now. The offers are out there. No, Travis Benjamin part. is another guy, man. If I own Travis Benjamin, mm-hmm. I would be fucking firing him into the sun as fast
0: yeah, as possible. Yeah, exactly. If you can get these numbers a are riff. just it's just like cotton candy, man. Oh, like yeah, as soon as you put it in your mouth, it's gone. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's
1: it's hollow calories. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's not good. Uh, both travis benjamin and richard matthews uh i i don't anticipate this lasting forever i mean sometimes every year there's that one guy who outlasts my prediction that he, he'll he return to earth but it's just don't try to catch the falling knife you know get out of that situation while you can still get some value uh
0: one more guy that we want to talk about that might be on your waiver wires um, thomas Rolfe. Thomas Rolfe. Yeah. uh thomas rawls thomas rawls uh Marshawn Lynch is excellent, but um, he's getting older, and he's showing signs of like breaking down.
1: And as a running back, that's what happens. Your body just breaks yeah. down, and you can't really get... And you're fine until injured. you're not. That's the way it works yeah. with these running yeah. backs. I mean, I remember Stephen Jackson uh, did years of, of service in St. Louis, uh, getting nowhere... And uh, finally he left the team And he ended up on Atlanta And everyone said This is finally the year That Steven Jackson's Going to perform But he was What? 30, 31 Whatever he was And and he turned into a pumpkin At mm-hmm. midnight I mean that's just what happens He instantly sucked Even though Atlanta Was a way easier team To run behind
0: It's the kind of thing That you can never put stock On uh, what the running backs Are saying Oh yeah that's They're all Because the, They They just don't know. They want their career to last forever. so they're just optimistic. you just got to look at the facts. And the facts are he's sitting out with back spasms. He's iffy for next week. You know, like the man's breaking down, and Rawls is the guy right now.
1: Yeah, so again, I I think that Rawls is probably... um, I'd rank him below uh, the guy we're going to talk about next, uh, Carlos Williams. But I definitely think that... uh, uh, i want any of these number one backups anyway on my team if i have space for them i want niall davis i want jarek mckinnon i want one of those guys because they're a lotto ticket i picked carlos williams and it's working up for me and so we'll talk about him next but any of these guys you want them anyway as a lotto ticket Uh, never mind if the running back in front of them starts to show signs of being injured which is now what's happening with lynch so he instantly goes up the list but even higher carlos williams Yeah. Carlos Williams, Williams.
0: I think, is on the top of our list. He's not available on our waivers, but
1: if he's available on your waivers, he's a definite pick. Or if his owner's not paying attention, you can pry him away. I think he's not only is he about to have a huge week with uh, McCoy out, and we'll have huge weeks any other week that McCoy is out, which could be many more weeks Mm -hmm. uh, this season, I think that... Uh, more importantly, he's going to talk himself into a timeshare there and start having every week value.
0: Yeah, and, and in a timeshare, uh, you gotta, you got to lean on the young
1: guy. Yeah, you the guy, the talent. whoever's The, the, the young, talent. new yeah. talent, right? Yeah, whoever's got the more talent in a timeshare, uh, whoever's showing better, getting more yards, that's who you want because at the bottom, at the, at the end of the day, uh, you, if both guys are only getting 10 touches, you want the one who's averaging more yards per carry or giving the red zone looks, right? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's again why Devonta Freeman uh, could be talking his way into that job. But that's it for our waiver suggestions for this week.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I, 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 mean, week three was pretty straightforward. Broflovski uh, goes down. Uh, football is as is. There's a lot of guys uh, fighting for jobs out there, but I, I, I'm not sure there's too much more to talk about. Except uh, you know we're going into bye weeks now, so what well, we could talk about about the teams shuffling. that are, the
1: teams that are burning down. Oh, the, only, mean, the only thing burning obvious. down faster than San Francisco right now is the St. Louis turf
0: hey-o. Yeah, no, hey-o. yeah, That was pretty good, that was pretty funny I oh, really me. kind of enjoyed that Turning on red zone and then it's like, hey, why isn't this one game started
1: yet? <laughs> We've got green flame yeah. in the
0: octobox <laughs> It's pretty awesome
1: Uh, Well, anyway, uh, thanks for joining us again. uh, Another week of the Concussion Protocol. Um, This is Ian and Dave. 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 Dave.
0: Dave. Signing off. Signing off. We'll see you next week. Bye.